in the world. Probably. Only five seconds into the show and already I'm getting burnt by one of the links. I am the best DJ in the world. Everybody knows it. Come on, people. Happy Monday, everybody. It is the Britpop Show. Six o'clock on a Monday. You know the club. You know the score. If you want to get in touch, let me know. And have we got a show for you tonight? Yes, we have. We have part two of the interview with Mark Morris. But between now and then, let's have a bit of step on by the Happy Mondays.
They formed in Salford in 1980. Can you believe that? 1980. And 30 years ago today, actually it was yesterday, they played Loose Fit for the first time on Top of the Pops. Top of the Pops, 1991. That was 30 years ago. Does that make you feel old? Probably. We all are. What can you do? Uh, a band like Happy Mondays, the best thing about the Happy Mondays, I think, is Bez. To get away with somebody who just literally does nothing, just stands up there and dances on stage, is unheard of. And even more unheard of is the fact that he was male. Uh, you know, you can get away with female dancers up there, but to have a male just up there, just, just literally just going mental. It's just crazy. Right. We have a packed show for you tonight, so I cannot dilly-dally as I usually do with all of my nonsense and drivel. Today we have part two of the famous interview with Mark Morris, the lead singer of the Blue Tones. And I ask him all sorts of interesting stuff about the non-Blue Tones stuff that he's doing. So, for example, we hear about Helicopter of the Holy Ghost. We hear a little bit about uh, Morris Clark Helm. In fact, quite a lot about Morris Clark Helm, the supergroup. Uh, and various other things, including this. I asked him who was the most famous person he had on his phone. Actually, I'm going to do one more cheesy one. What's the most famous person on your phone? The most famous person on my phone? Now, I don't want to put you on, under any pressure, but I yeah. asked Sonia from Echo Belly. She had Madonna. Oh, well, I'm not going to be able to beat that. Sorry. I'm not anywhere near that. It's probably Simon Pegg, because he's a big oh. movie star now, isn't he? Yeah. I've got the, him and Nick's number and, of course, Edgar's number. And I mean, David Williams is famous, but he's but Simon Pig's international, isn't he? He's an international movie star. He's probably got Tom Cruise on his... He's definitely got Tom Cruise he's on his phone. He's definitely got Tom Cruise yeah. on his phone, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'll take that. In fact, that's better than Madonna. Are you who kidding me? To, who wants I to mean, be Madonna? No disrespect to Simon at all, but are you kidding me? Better than Madonna? There's very little in this life that's better than Madonna, mate. <laughs> Mark Morris there. He's such a legend, that guy. Imagine having David Williams on your phone and Simon Pegg. Just brilliant. Well, we've got loads more from Mark Morris coming up, but I think it would be rude not to play something from the Blue Tones. This is If. If you get out before September Remember that I'm still
Right. Talk to me, please, about Morris Clark Helm Supergroup. The first question I would like to know is, why is Morris first? Double syllable, isn't it? That's exactly what Nigel said. But yeah, I still don't understand the logic. It's, just, it's like it just comes off the tongue better than Clark Helm Morris. Morris Clark and Helm. It's just, it's just it? What about Helm Clark Morris? That sounds good. But when that's only, you've, you've taken out the and. There's is there an and, and in there? There's, yeah, Morris Clark and Helm. I mean, I'm, I'm shortening I think it. I think just it's just because it rolls better. Nothing else, nothing. Oh, it's probably to do with who's the most talented and appealing in descending <laughs> order. That is, of course, Mark Morris talking to us on Cotswolds Radio on the Britpop show and talking to us about his new supergroup or group of accountants, not quite sure which, Morris, Clark and Helm. Now, Morris is, of course, Mark Morris from the Blue Tones. Clark is Nigel Clark from Dodgy, who we've had on the show. And Helm is Chris Helm from the Seahorses, who we've also had on the show, but more about him later. In the meantime, a bit of Design for Life.
a design for life by the Manic Street Preachers. That is, of course, uh, probably their most famous song. It was the first single from their fourth album, Everything Must Go, released in April 96, got to number two and spent seven weeks in the UK charts. And it's the first song released after the disappearance of their guitarist, Richie Edwards. And I think it was the first one where the lyrics were written exclusively by their bassist, Nicky Wire. You know, him who wears dresses. That's the guy. We've had a message in from Gary B. Gary B is loving our interview with Mark Morris and wants to know a little bit more about Morris, Clark and Helm. Well, Gary, you're welcome. So... Tell me what you're up to. Well, we've played gigs together for a number of years now, going back probably about three years or so, and always had a really good time playing together. And of late, we would join each other on stage for, for a couple of songs right at the end. It just sort of naturally evolved that way. I mean, we did a couple of cover versions and that sort of thing. And then this guy called Simon, who manages the Blue Tones, he was just like, have you ever thought about writing songs together? And it's like, well, no, we haven't really. <laughs> <laughs> and then we did start to think about it and as a result last year during one of the re the sort of relaxed periods in the lockdown we rented a an Air a big airbnb together like a big house and went down and jammed some songs so we got together in september wrote some songs we had some songs written that for this project because i said i don't want to get there and sit around in a circle with no ideas i said that yeah. is just a waste of time and i've never ever found it to be fruitful or you know, or enjoyable. Yeah. So I come to the thing with at least two songs each that we can get our teeth into and start learning and arranging. So we go away with six songs potentially, which is pretty good for a for a four day session or whatever it was. It doesn't sound like a lot, but I mean six finished songs. Yeah. And we did that again in October, and I reckon we've got about like eleven or twelve songs on the go now the plan is to go one more session where we do what we did before just play and sing together and do some arrangements and then after that go into a studio and start sticking it down and see see what happens so there's no album name yet yeah we've got an album name go we on. have we've got an i can't tell you now i've got to save that for like down the road what are you talking the about this is a world exclusive on Cotswolds radio no, it's, not. it's too soon it's too soon unbelievable this is enough information. This wets you up. I mean, you've got to change the name first, haven't you, to Helm Clark Morris? MCH. Mch. That's even yeah. the musical sound. You do that well, when you're doing like acid house music. What are you? M M MCH. It doesn't doesn't yeah. work, does it? Mch. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Who's the lead singer out of this supergroup? Well, there's all three of us. Sort of take. It's kind of like Crosby, Stills and Nash in the sense that you know who wrote the song because they sing the song and the other two do the harmonies. Do you see what I did there? I'm trying to break up this supergroup before they've even started. That is Mark Morris talking about Morris, Clark and Helm. I cannot wait to hear some of their music. It will be amazing. But I did my best to put a little bit of darkness into their soul, it's as is my want, but didn't manage to. It seems like they are still good to go, which, you know, I'll try my best. What can I do? Right. We have a request in, and this is a request for somebody whose nickname is Boo. This is for Bridie. Wake up, Boo.
up boo that goes out to the actual boo who is somewhere on the south coast i believe thanks for listening boo anybody else want to give any shout outs to any uh, members of their family then feel free to do it i might do it you never know in fact we just had mother's day why not make your mother's day by uh, uh, having a shout out on the Britpop show i'm sure depending on your age she will be very very happy about it Right, we are talking to Mark Morris, aren't we? And he is famous for doing his handwritten lyrics. I'm going to talk about Helm doing those handwritten lyrics very shortly. But first off, here's what Mark has to say about it. And are you doing the handwritten lyrics? Everyone's nicked my idea, have you noticed? He told me that he nicked it off you. Nigel's good, eh? Nigel's not going to pretend. He's so honest. I love Nigel. <laughs> Although Chris, I've got to say, Chris said he, he nicked it off Rick Witter. Nick, and Rick Witter nicked it off me. He actually called me up one day to say I'm thinking of doing lyrics. Would I be offended? If, if he did it. So God bless him. He's a sweet guy. Yeah. And I said, no, of course not. It's like, I haven't got the copyright on this idea, you bastard. You know, I was like, don't do it. But I couldn't stop him. <laughs> You're eating into my market. Look at that. Mark Morris telling us about how Rick Witter contacted him. Rick Witter of Shed 7, obviously, lead singer of Shed 7. And Nigel Clark and Chris Helm of the Seahorses, Nigel Clark of Dodgy. They're all doing these handwritten lyrics. But Mark came up with it first. And they're all now doing it now. I've got to say, Chris went on Twitter at the week- weekend, Chris Helm, and he said, Hey, humans, happy Mother's Day. I'm back scribbling again, so if you'd like your very own handwritten lyrics to adorn your walls, then please email with your demands at chrishelmwords at gmail.com, and I'll get on it. That's chris, C-H-R-I-S, helm, H-E-L-M-E, words, at gmail.com, and I'll get on it. £45 each, including postage and packing, on high-quality A3 black or white paper. Now, even better, he's got these posters from, uh, from of Blinded by the Sun and, uh, and various other songs. Uh, you Can Talk to Me, I think, is one of them. And those posters, he writes partial or full lyrics on them. If you, they are really good. I'm very tempted to get one. They're so good that you need to go and check it out on Twitter. And while you're there, just send... just. Send him a little message. Say, oh, I saw these. These look great. I heard about them on the Britpop show. Go on, do us a favour. Right, as a result, I think we've got to play a bit of, uh, bit of the seahorses, haven't we? Blinded by the sun. Thank you. 
by the sun by the seahorses the list goes on of the posters that are available by chris helm to write the lyrics honestly go and check them out on twitter they are absolutely brilliant so there's blinded by the sun he does partial lyrics and you can see them they just are just i can imagine them being framed they'd be brilliant or alternatively get the poster with the actual lyrics next to it somebody else somebody's done that on twitter as well they look brilliant so there's blinded by the sun there's there's love me and leave me there's Love is the Law, and there's You Can Talk to Me. All of those posters are available with partial or full lyrics on them. How do you get them? You send them, you send an email to uh, Chris Helm Words. I can't, do you know what? I can't remember the full email address. I'll get it after this next song. What is funny, though, I think it's funny anyway, was um, I thought, I'd, you know, 
be a bit flash and send uh, Chris Helm a text because that's the way I, we roll on the Britpop show. I thought I'd send him a little text um, and I sent him a quick text saying, hey, uh, you're just doing a bit about Morris Clark and Helm and I'm moving on to your handwritten lyrics. And he's put, hi, who is this, please? I know, right? Yeah. Nigel told me about the demos and he so said he found, he found some demos. Yeah, I know. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So what's going on with that? He said he was mixing them. For this box set that's coming out next year. Do you mean 2021? This year. This year, sorry. So tell me about that, because the listeners are going to be wanting to spending their money on that. Well, Nigel was obviously rooting through his stuff, and he found a, literally a cassette that he'd recorded of the Blue Tones, uh, three demos that we'd recorded, and probably about 1992 or three, of three songs that ended up making it onto the first album. And um, he was able to separate the tracks again and just clean them up because there's a lot of hiss on them and that sort of thing. Just improve the quality. So, yeah, I mean, that was a really nice surprise. And he played them to me when we were in Herefordshire. It was quite weird listening to a ghost of yourself from 20, 30 years ago almost. But you can hear that we're, that we're, that we're onto something. I mean, it doesn't sound anything like the finished deal. Mm. And not the songs, I mean, but the, the band, the way we're playing, we're still a little bit... We're still a little loose. Yeah, because he was saying how how tight Scott was as a bassist, yeah, and he was like Scott only was always, seventeen. Yeah, Scott was always like a bit of a prodigy when it came to his instrument. That's how he joined the Bottle Garden, really, because I joined the Bottle Garden to be their bass player. But the guitarist was so bad that I said, "Oh, why don't I be second guitarist? Because we can't have just him as the guitarist." But obviously I didn't say it that way. But I said, wouldn't it be great if we just widened our sound with two guitars and we yeah. got someone in to play bass? And, tur- and turned his and down so a bit. Scott, Scott came to the couple of rehearsals and just stood in. And I said to him, like, this, you're not in the band. It's like, I'm glad you are showing an interest in music, but get your own band. This is my band. Right? So you, but you can stand in. And literally after about two rehearsals, <clears throat> he was so good at the bass. It was, you know, it was, all right, you're in. Reluctantly, all right, you're in. But he was just... He's a very fast learner. He just very quickly became the best musician in the band after only just picking it up. Here comes another banger. Now, we had a lot of praise last week for Space Hog. I played In The Meantime and everybody was loving it. So I thought I'd hit you with another Space Hog song. Is it Britpop? Oh, probably. This one is Mungo City. It's like a cross between Queen and David Bowie. And if you don't know Space Hog, stick them on your Spotify list.
Mexico City by Space Hog. I absolutely love Space Hog. I'm not going to hide it from you. Right, every week Ravinda is listening and every week Ravinda wants a bit of Oasis. So I'm going to play some Oasis, but I'm going to play something controversial. I'm going to play something from their third album. I know, did you ever think I would do it? Their third album. This is Stand By Me. It, the reason I'm playing it is because it's been on some some advert recently. Can't remember which one. Don't remember what it's advertising. But this came out in October 1997, got to chart position two, and was only kept off by Elton John's Candle in the Wind. This is Stand By Me. the man 
And by me by Oasis. Now that's off their third album, Be Here Now, and I'm pretty sure Johnny Depp, yes, that Johnny Depp, played on that album. And it was written on a holiday uh, with Mick Jagger and Johnny Depp and Kate Moss, apparently, in ni- released in 1997. And lots of people like that album um i think there are some pretty good tracks on it as well noel just th- he said look when it was released it was great but you know it was only when i was touring that i just thought this doesn't stand up well we think it stands up we've had a message from the king of kent who is loving that seahorses tune remember if you like the seahorses they they're doing these posters with handwritten lyrics on them they are just go and check them out on twitter let them know that the Britpop show sent you there I don't get anything for it other than the fact he he like might actually remember my name next time I text him. But just you know, go and have a look. They uh, to me they look amazing. I might even buy one. And we've also had a message from Jonty. Jonty's show comes on after this show. Hang around for Jonty's show. It is pretty good. I'm not going to put it higher than that. Pretty good. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it as he's listening and he says I've got a lot of things to learn. Multitasking, Britpop, and revision. Currently learning geography. So he's probably learning about. Uh, irrigation ditches in Africa, I would imagine, something along those lines, or plate tectonics. Does this bring back any memories? Probably not. Uh, the, the whole purpose of this show is to bring back memories. But anyway, right, a bit more from uh, Mark Morris, shall we, of the Blue Tones about his songwriting process? Why not? And so your songwriting process, do you just pick up a guitar? I have something pop into my head and I sing it into my phone, like a dictaphone. Yeah. And then I come home and then pick up the guitar and work it out. And yeah. It's always the same bloody chords again and again. <laughs> Not those ones again. It's definitely a D and a G in there. Sometimes an A. Yeah. So how did it feel back in the early days when you didn't have a guitar and you were just up there singing? Was it liberating or did you feel a bit naked up there? No, I used to quite like it. I used to like mincing about. Yeah. And enjoying. You've got that little shuffle dance. You know, do you know the one I'm on about? Yeah. There's a meme of it. Actually, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my, mate, my mate used to try and copy that all the time. It's, it's a certain rhythm that goes through. Not everyone can do it. It's a unique rhythm that has to go through your body. 
Yeah, that mate I'm talking about, Paul, you know it's you, I know. Sorry about that, just publicly announcing how you kept trying to do it and failed to do that dance. That's Mark Morris. Now, if you've missed this, you might be thinking, oh, I can't believe I've just turned on and I've missed all this gold radio. What, what can I do? Well, it's, it's repeated on Sunday, but do you know what you could also do? You could download a podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts. That's right. So if you search for The Britpop Show on Apple Podcasts, you will find us there. Yes. And we have made some chart history. Well, not history, but we've made it to the charts. Uh, I got some... I didn't even know we were on Apple Podcasts. So if do me a favor. Everybody's listening. Just go on Apple Podcasts now and... Click on a five-star rating. Don't give us four. That's just juvenile. Uh, give us a five-star rating and a, a, a nice review because uh, we got 19th. That's right, 19th in the category of music comedy in South Africa. 19th. That's top 20 people. All you South Africans, you're welcome. Right, bit of charlatans, yeah, after, after a smackdown. You're listening to The Brit Pop Show on Cosmos Radio. Songs that smack you in the mouth.
Fly by the Charlatans. Absolutely love that tune. I think it's their best. But anyway, a bit more from Morris. Yeah, why not? Last bit. Here we go. Helicopter of the Holy Ghost. What's that? Well, this is going back to that band I mentioned earlier. Do you know I said the Grooveyard were the band that we went to go and see that Dodgy were supporting? Yeah. This is how good an interviewee you are. You're bringing my interview full circle. <laughs> uh, well, the drummer in that band was a chap called Billy Reeves. They were a brilliant band. We were real fanboys of the Grooveyard. We used to follow them around. And they mainly played in West London. So I knew Billy. He's a great guy. He's an eccentric, one of a kind. He's hugely intelligent, hugely enthusiastic, hugely energetic. He's the least boring man I've ever met. He was in that band, The Audience. He formed the band, The Audience. Oh, yeah. And he was the main songwriter for them until he left. He left after their first album. And then he had a pretty bad car accident. He completely changed his life. He was in a coma. His body was all smashed to bits. And there was a long recovery process for him. But recently, I think it was at the end of... 2019 his brother had kept a hold all that had come from the car crash because it was in a Morris Minor or something and his brother had kept it in his loft and he forgot he had it but in it was some mini discs and on these mini discs was an album that Billy had recorded but he'd completely forgotten about it so this is an album from 20 years ago and he just asked me if I'd like to re-record the vocals for it because he'd done it himself and he doesn't rate himself as a singer, although I really like his voice. Yeah. And so he contacted me during the first lockdown and said, would you be interested in singing these songs for me? And I've, I gave the album a listen and immediately I was like, yeah, are you kidding? Yes, please. I love these songs. So we did that a couple of days uh, or three days over the lockdown in a socially distanced studio. It was just Billy, myself and Rich from Hardfire. He's a great yeah. guy, he's a really, and he's a very talented fella. And so he, he recorded it, and th that's the record. The group is called The Helicopter of the Holy Ghost, and the album is called Afters. And, and that's coming out when? We had a discussion with a, a couple of labels, and I mean, Billy's taking care of all that sort of stuff. But I would say in the summer. And since I've done that interview, they have released a song. So go and check it out. So Mark Morris, he's basically in the Blue Tones and two other supergroups. You've got Morris, Clark and Helm. And you've also got the Helicopter of the Holy Ghost with Rich from Hardfi. Hardfi were a great band, weren't they? Rich from Hardfi and also um, the guy who was basically behind the audience. And they were that band who had Sophie Ellis Bexter as the lead singer. You remember them? I thought so. Right, we've had a request from the King of Kent and we've now had one from Zana. Zana would like to hear Shed 7, Chasing Rainbows. Here we are. Hits from the 1990s. Stop. 
Chasing Rainbows by Shed 7. Got a message in from Steve. Cracking playlist this evening, David. Great show and a thumbs up. Thank you, Steve. It means a lot to me. You guys, you can do me a favour if you want. You can go onto Apple Podcasts and find the Britpop show and leave a review and a rating. Five stars. Come on, let's not mess about. Uh, that was Chasing Rainbows by Shed 7, requested by Zana. Hope you appreciated it. And I've done it again, haven't I? I've run out of time. I am now going to play what I consider to be Supergrass's best song. You might not agree, but what can you do? To me, Moving is their best song. Thank you again for listening. Go and check out the podcast on Apple Podcasts, just the Britpop show. Leave a review, leave a rating, tell your friends. In the meantime, this is Moving by Supergrass. We're here again next week, same time. Send in your requests via Twitter if you want, at The Britpop Show, at any time you want uh, during the week. And I'll get them lined up for you. Shout outs, whatever. This is Moving by Supergrass. Thanks again for listening. See you on the flip side.